Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. Boy, this is, I've been waiting all fucking day for this. I'm Dakota. Ooh-wee. It's Tyler, equally pumped. Like you get the, that like butterflies in my stomach. Oh yeah, that's what I, I feel it in the fucking air over here. And there's so many reasons why. <laughs> the, there's a lot to talk about about the fights this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a, a lot. That's going to be lead off. Right <laughs> it there. is. Well, there's we got to lead off with it. It's the hottest. We can. There's a lot to talk about in baseball right now. That may be why. The fact that the two hottest things to talk about right now are UFC and baseball. But we'll get to some basketball. Oh, yeah. We got a lot to dive into when it comes to basketball based off the outcome of game three of the finals, of course. We do have something we did not get to touch on in the world of golf. Mm -hmm. Got to get to that. Um, And we're going to do some picking on some NFL predictions. Well, there we go. That's news to me. So it, let's, let's no, you said go it last time. You said we're going to make a whole entire segment about it. Yeah. No, so so we'll, we'll just do that time. in the future, and then the next episode you're doing it. All right, so we're going to do it live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's give it a shot. Fuck it. So let's – What? What? hang on. Is it, It's Monday. Last time I said it was Monday, but it was actually not Monday. I fucked up. <laughs> That's good. Listening idea. back to that, I realized I fucked up. I fucked up. All right, it's Monday the 12th. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and just let's go ahead and just talk a little bit of UFC action. What are we thinking about the old two six four? Sean O'Malley beat the toughest man in the world's face in. He did. I mean, that's a good place to start. Sure. It, I mean, it, it went it went exactly. You like, can only beat up on nobody for so long. It's getting it, old. It. I mean, it's not. It's still very entertaining. He's not even ranked when it's got, because he hasn't fought anybody to propel himself to right. rankings. If he gets the if he gets. I, I didn't really understand his call out. I don't know if he called out Cody Garbrandt or Rob Font. Either way, if he gets that fight and wins, then he'll start. Then like, I thought he was talking about Cody and if he, the yawns. What? No, he he said. I think he called him. He said Cody you ain't won Bob, nothing in Bob five Bron- years. That's what I'm saying. He started with Cody, and then I'm pretty sure I heard him mention Robert Font. Either way, if he gets one of those guys and beats him, he'll get beat up by. Now we're talking by Cody. That fight, I don't know. I, What's I'm gonna. Garbrandt. I'm going Garbrandt. I'm going for Cody 100%. I thought you said Peter Yant. Who's that? I mean, he'll lose that fight too. But the thing is it, I will ne- oh, easy. I will never I don't I will never pick against Cody. Like that is my favorite fighter to watch. Uh I have somebody that I would love to fucking bring on here and talk UFC. This dude may be the smartest fucking UFC mind I've ever heard in my life and I heard him today open up about it at work. Dude, this man rambled for like an hour about shit I never even fucking heard of. He was talking about pride fights and all kinds of shit I've never oh, yeah. heard of. All right, see, I outside of the UFC, like the, the I guess other, Rampage fought in that, and that's where he met his name. Was that in Pride? Like I don't right. so much shit I've never heard. It's, I would love to have him on here, Jeremy. We're gonna get you the fuck on here. I promise you that. We can. You're you're gonna. I imagine we have a sm- fairly small crowd of like diehard UFC fans. I'm becoming. You start one, going boys. into Pride and like the. IFL stuff like that, it, you're gonna lose. But because it's, I mean, like there are some cool tidbits and like cool history that goes with it, or you know, fighters that whatever happened to them, they're fighting there. But as no, far they, as like, see, these people fought there first. Before no, I know, but I'm saying if you go into the weeds from the surrounding right, 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 right area, anyway, not the point. No, not important. Off topic. That son of a bitch did not move his head. Not one time. Not once. He kept his arms at about <laughs> hip level ready to fire and just never fired and just kept walking into his punches. He was hungry. I he, don't think he ate dinner. He pr- somehow, Well, he will not be hungry again for three days. Somehow. He's full. He brought the pressure to Sean O'Malley the entire 15 minutes, well, 14 minutes and 30 seconds. Because the bullshit. 
and just, fucking ref did. I don't like normally Herb Dean is is getting slandered for letting people get hit in the face too much. He possibly let Connor get punched a little too much in the face. <laughs> we'll talk about that. He I actually I'm kind of blaming Herb Dean for Connor's leg. Oh but. yeah. <laughs> I uh I don't understand the stoppage at all. I mean let me back up. I'm wondering if I maybe he saw his eyes like kind of dazed for a minute or something. He's like, I, I got to save this dude's life. I understand. But that dude at that point deserves to finish that fight. You heard what Sean said. It's a good thing he honestly called it because I was about to start teeing. The last 20 seconds was going to be fireworks. Yeah, and I mean, it probably would have been. But, he may have killed him. But Sean O'Malley would have said that regardless. If he had zero intention on it, throwing another punch, he would have said, I was just about to fuck him up. He was out there hesian left, right, he, between the legs. It, now, I believe boom, it. Boom, boom. Because... With the amount of punishment that that dude took, he would have started opening up on him in the last 10. Like, when he heard to 10 seconds, he would have just thrown haymaker after haymaker. He has a titanium jaw. Correct. And then and you saw the video of Daniel Cormier coming out. This this dude is a fucking animal. He's just sitting there eating his ice cream sandwich, his face all fucked up. If he, <laughs> if he would learn how to throw hands or do anything at all... That dude could be filthy because he can eat I mean, punches from anyone. He he hit him a couple times, but fucking barely. The the thing is, is, is that he just didn't move his head. At I all. think he was punch drunk, for sure. <laughs> About six minutes into the fight, but I, I he just fucking hit was, me. I think it was he just hit me seventeen hundred times. <laughs> like it was, I'm pretty sure it was like he two, almost fucked around and called significant Steve. strikes to the face. Not, yeah. not even just in like two hundred strikes. He broke the time. record in the in the second round. Yeah, hundred and eighty something punches. Like to that's the head. like uh, Max Holloway type stuff, where he's just like, "Oh, you look up, and he's just thrown two hundred punches." Except this one, I, it might, I, it got to the point where I started feeling it in it my might body. Might have, like when he said two hundred significant strikes to the head, I was like, oh, "I honestly thought it was probably more than that." At this point, yeah, like it was a little bit underwhelming. Um, so the man can take punches, but boy, did he just he just the problem is, is he just got seventy five thousand dollars. <sighs> Who the did? fight of the night. So that's what won it. Yeah. So did the did the other guy get it too? Yeah. I mean, both fighters. That's in, fucking in awesome, fight. right? And I, as soon as it happened, like it was going to, unless the unless Connor and Dustin went, was just an all timer. That you was could gonna, literally start feeling the crowd start low key rooting for the dude that was just getting beat up. I think it was just more of they were in awe because holy shit, he's still going. Yeah, I mean, they were definitely impressed. I think everybody was. I was. I really hope. I mean, that guy in his debut fight wins $75,000. I really hope he doesn't think that that's his key to success. <laughs> right. like, I'll just keep getting, I'll just keep getting beat the fuck up. I can eat punches all day long if I keep getting seventy five grand. And <laughs> you honestly, see that, you see that picture of uh, the South Park picture? Yeah. Where <laughs> he's got the green, green hair. hair. <laughs> and another thing, the green hair made it... I didn't hear no bell. Made it look so much worse. <laughs> like, it was long, straight, and bright green. And every time he got hit, it would snap back. His hair would just flat back. <laughs> like, you go, oh, he landed that one too. <laughs> Um, I started actually literally saying out loud, please just go down. Just please just fucking lay down. He was not having it. It, it was it was right up there with Tony Ferguson and Gaethje when he kept getting his face beat in. It was like, but Tony Ferguson's face looked worse than this dude's did. Much harder punches, naturally, but it was, you do. You kind of started to be like, oh my God, please just just go down. You could even see it in Sean O'Malley's face. Like, God damn, I, I, think, I don't know I what else to do I think a lot of it was disbelief. Like, because Sean O'Malley is, like, he, I mean, he... Goes in there trying to knock everybody out. It's not a not a secret. If you would have put money on that going the distance, you'd made a lot of money. Yeah, because why the fuck should it have gone? It shouldn't have. If you didn't run into fucking Bruce Willis from Unbreakable, <laughs> it would not have gone the distance. That he may have had Unbreakable syndrome. He just couldn't get hurt. You can't hurt him. You know who does not have Unbreakable syndrome is Greg Hardy. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm apparently the only Greg Hardy defender in the world. Yes. I think you might be. I like Greg Hardy. I love Tai Tua. Sorry. I love Greg Hardy. Not love. I like Greg Hardy, the fighter. Separate the Not exactly all. a fan of Greg Hardy, the person. Everybody who just got pissed off. Do you listen to Michael Jackson music? Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You got to separate the artist from the art. I'm okay with it. You just have to admit that you're doing it. You have to acknowledge the bad. Yep. That being said, I Greg Hardy he, can throw a punch like a motherfucker, and I, I love seeing that. I, so, I'm if if you didn't know who Ty Tuivasa was you before this fight, you understand why anybody that does likes it. Like he's just he's he is not your typical heavyweight. Like he, I mean, he doesn't look. He's not this mountain of a man like shredded. Up. No, I mean, he's a big dude. Don't get me wrong, but he's just chubby. Yeah, I mean, he he appears to be. There's no muscle. Then, oh, it's in there somewhere. Greg Hardy, it's in his bone. Right in his That's where it is. It's, it's in somewhere. his fucking bone. But you have a guy like that who, who got appeared to get rocked. Like I mean, his front leg buckled, stumbled, whatever you want. Yeah, to call Hardy it. buckled him. He hit him flush, and I was like, because right before that, I said first round knockout for Ty Tuivasa, and then he hit him, and I was like, oh, oh no. god, and I don't even think I got it out of my mouth, and Greg Hardy crumpled. And I was like, holy shit! Both man. Dakota and I put our hands on our head when Hardy hit him. We we're like, oh my! God. We both stood up off the couch. And then as soon as we put our hands onto our head, Hardy went down, and we just jumped in the air like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like we just we just Tatish double jumped with our reaction, like it was unfucking believable. And then the man jumps up on the fence, gets his shoey in, does his celebration, walks now, out. That's something that is slept on. I did not know that he had that accent. Right. As soon as I heard that accent, I was all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said at the end of it, he wanted to do a shoot with whoever. Yes. You know, and he starts walking I didn't know out. he meant every single person the whole way. And the first dickhead that gave him a shoe and dumped a bottle of fucking hot sauce in it, fuck you. Yeah, that you're a real piece of shit. Up. Credit to him when I say credit to him for doing another one, but I'm sure he wanted to get the fucking hot sauce off his face because you're just dumping it. Like, you just try to make it like one of them little colada things. One of them things? Had, it's Ch- fucking colada. colada. He yeah. had to have had hot sauce all in his eyeballs. I mean, he came ready for that moment. Well, he was literally I mean, only prepared he, for that moment. I know he's going to do a shoey, and I'm putting the shit in it. And I'm sure it was Poirier's hot sauce. Like, it was Poirier's hot be. sauce. But, I mean, credit to him for just blowing it off because I really thought he was about to get pissed off at that dude. I would have. Instead, he just spit it on the ground. I was like, oh, God, give me another one. Yeah, somebody else <laughs> give me the random shoe and pour beer in it. It was fucking and awesome. The biggest, the biggest thing that made me, I'd never seen him fight until this moment. The biggest thing that made me like him was when they said, who would you like to fight next? And this man just says, I don't know. Just give me somebody in like the top 15. He said top some 10, 10 to 15, 15, maybe. I don't give a fuck. My cardio is not really where it needs to be. And I was like, he didn't call out a big one. He didn't call out number two, number three. He didn't say I'm the best. Nothing. Give me a realistic fight here with 15 to 10. That's a dude you don't see very often. I'm right. not ready for the number ones. And I'll fucking flat out tell you. Give me 15 through 10. <laughs> Let me work my way up. Connor, take fucking notes. Let me work my way up. Yeah. Connor's, out of, time to, Connor, Connor's out of time to work his way up. We're just gonna go now he's going to have to. We're going <laughs> to... No, I think he's out of time. Like, he has to fucking... I don't know how it goes. You can talk about how much that one dude sucks. The white dude who everyone's cheering USA for, and he just rolled around trying to roll people's toes the whole time. You know what I'm talking about? Just stood there and would just roll and shoot for a foot, and when he'd miss, he'd just roll over and just eat punches. He was a white boy. Everyone mm-hmm. was USA. Mm-hmm. Skinny dude. I don't know why. I, I'm going blank on this one. What, what is you talking about? He got knocked out. He got put to sleep. <clears throat> I don't. He kept literally somersaulting on the ground trying to grab his foot. 
You know what I'm talking about? I'm going completely blank. Well, I don't know the UFC well enough. So I'm fucking going based off him rolling across the floor like a jackass. And I kept telling you, what is he doing? And Cormier kept saying, you know, he's just one of those weird guys. He likes to do things a little different. He has a weird... No, he just wants to wrestle and that's it. And if you do not give him an ankle, he's useless. And guess what? Buddy did not give him a fucking ankle. He gave him a knuckle goddamn sandwich. <laughs> that's what he gave him and put his ass to sleep. This, this fucking internet. Is, well, listen, I'm struggling here. He sucks. He's really not even worth our time, uh, <laughs> to be honest with you. But this I know prelims? the whole crowd was, yes, it was the prelims. Everyone oh, yeah. was USA, US. I don't fucking care anyway. about none of that bullshit. The dude sucked. If you guys listening who know UFC better than me, please let me know who the fuck it is because I do not know. And apparently <laughs> I, I my internet is so I'm terrible here. It's fucking useless. Blank. But my mind has been on this the whole fucking time. Like, well, I, let's I'm just fucking try, di- I'm trying, I'm trying dive to on in, it. mate. I don't, yes, I, I wanted to get in the Sean O'Malley fight and the Tattoo of Asa knockout because I don't want to say Before fight. we talk about the fucking inevitable that made my heart crumble. I Poirier is just better than McGregor. I'm sorry. Poirier. Poirier is the person who deserves the shot at the title. That's it. That's all it is. McGregor's not that dude it, anymore. He's just not. So after you left, I stood there with my hands on my head looking at the TV for a while. I, I, I legitimately was I played, taking it in. I only played an old Johnny Cash album the entire <laughs> drive home. <laughs> it was fucking cry, 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 and I just literally drove looking out the window thinking of the, when Connor was on top. <laughs> So, as I'm thinking about this, I had a similar similar understanding. R.I.P. Young Prince. Before the fight happened, I was like, all right, well, the winner's going to get Charles Oliveira, and I don't know that... I don't know that either one of them are going to beat him. They're both capable. Dude, Poirier's very good. He is very good. Oliveira is just so fucking technical and, like, stays sticks to his guns that it is very difficult. You're just going to have to, like, he's very, it's very difficult to catch him. Like, you're just going to have to flat out beat him, which both, both are, capable are capable. Right. But after watching it, it was like, Dustin's going to beat him. Like, Dustin is the best lightweight on the active UFC roster right now. Right. That being said, I, I don't know. Like, I think I'm probably still going to root for Oliveira. In that fight, I like Dustin. Like that, that's my biggest. I just problem realized with you have gray in your beard. I have gray everywhere. You are far too young to have gray in the beard, boys. <laughs> that's for driving to Tulsa every morning for fucking two. That's what happened. Anybody who doesn't know the distance, this dude drove four hours round trip <laughs> every single day to for work. two years. Uh, yeah, that'll do it to you. He's got gray in his beard, boys, and I'm I don't know how I feel about I it. I got gray in my beard, gray in the sides of my head. Makes me realize we're almost thirty. Yeah, but anyway, anyways, uh, any Hoosiers. This is the problem that I have, and this is why. Why you have made the statement that I'm a Connor hater is because my issue is like trying to look at it realistically because I don't like it's it's not I love I love watching Connor fight I'm starting to not but he the people that he picks to have these rivalries with are very likable people outside yeah. of Khabib like everybody loves Nate Diaz. I don't dislike Poirier Poirier is a very likable dude and like he. Like, I don't remember what it was. Sometime in the pre-fight package, they were talking about it, and somebody said Dustin progresses a fighter way more than Connor did, and it's a fact. Like, Dustin the first time they fought to Dustin now, night and fucking day. I'm going to tell you what the difference is, and it's Connor's fallback. It's his downfall. If he cannot get in your head, he's in trouble. 
If he can't psychologically fuck you up to make you so emotional that you react off of emotion and he can counter your emotion because you're just going to come in there like a bull. He's going to counter you because he's got you pissed off in your head. Well, that's now, the thing. If, now, Poirier all of a sudden is this sinner dude that just doesn't let words get to him anymore. So now he doesn't react off emotion like he did in the first fight. Now he's much more calm, the, much more precise. The problem for Conor is, and I guess Dustin after the fact said that it wasn't over, but my initial thought, which we talked about right when it happened, Poirier's is not going to give it to him. He didn't. He he doesn't react in the ring, but the problem with Connor, I don't know, fails to realize or just doesn't have another option, is that it, like, what he's saying is getting to him, but he's going to take it out as, like, I, you're not worth my fucking time anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm doing this shit. That being said, he'll probably fight him again. Like, Oh, after, he's going to fight him again. It, the problem is, is he's going to fight for the belt. I feel like he's going to win it. And then there's no telling how long it'll be, and Connor will be done. They won't get the chance Poor, no, if he wants to or not. Have that. Well, you know Dana, what needs Dana, to happen? I don't think Dana would do it at this point. Before we dive into the whole logistics here, what needs to happen, which I would love to see, give me Gaethje and Connor again. Con- no, 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 no. That would end. That would end Connor's career. Or it has to be Nate. Or Diaz. remake it. You can't. You cannot not give it Nate Diaz right now. Because if Connor loses again, the Nate Diaz fight starts to lose its appeal. You have to have that trilogy to happen. And if Gaethje gets in there right now with Maybe. Connor, Connor, you want to know what Connor's problem is right now? He will not accept a loss. Nope. For shit. Like when you when you talk the way that you talk and act the way that you act, it's great when you're winning. But when you start to lose, like if you have a loss, now you just sound like a sore loser. What, right. If you ha- if you lose, like the Khabib thing, if he would have lost, he lost the Khabib fight. If he would have just stayed in the U- like UFC mind and not gone to boxing. You could have maintained that. You'd be like, all right, well, you talk that shit when you're winning. At least you still do it when you lose. You've lost so many times now in the fashion that you've lost. This one, a little bit a little bit weird. But I'm can't. trying to tell you, if that would have went into the fucking second round, Connor was going to go. Oh, he was going to go. That was everything Poirier had in that first round. No, it was yes, not. Yes, it was. It that was, was it. it. It was not because that's the same way that the first fight went. The no. only difference that happened in the first fight was Connor came out and instead of like what what I talked about was is he going to check his leg kicks? He just tried to take Dustin's legs out, take take it where he wouldn't throw leg kicks, and he in turn to took his, his own leg first. out. Connor came out right before the fight, you know, on his fucking Twitter rant, and was like first one to shoots a bitch. You know who shot first? Connor, because when he has the reach advantage, when Dustin rushed him and started tagging him, he went for the takedown. What the fuck are you doing? Why would you want to take that to the ground? I get trying It's like to, when you play Golden State and they start shooting all these threes, you start all of a sudden start shooting a bunch of... That's not your game. Yeah, I can do that Do too. not fucking do it. Do not. No, it, it's, same, it's similar with the Chiefs. Like, you get to the point where you're behind, you're like, well, we'll just throw the ball all the time too. We'll just start doing 70-yard bombs and throw cool. picks. If, even if that works, you're giving the ball right back to them and they're gonna score. So just don't fucking play yes. into the shit. And he... If he would have let go of that guillotine attempt, he would have been okay. Correct. He, or had he pulled the guillotine in 30 seconds earlier when he fucking originally gave it to him, he, at first, Poirier accidentally gave him that. And then it started to look to the point where he held it there intentionally so he could pile Absolutely. drive him. That's what I was going to say. I think he wanted him to grab on. At so first, it was an accident. Ground. But then he, there's no way he keeps his head in that same fucking spot for that long. I don't think he's he scared kept it on of Connor being able to put him in a guillotine at all. As soon as you put him in a guillotine, now he's he's going to have to hit all his weights right there. And he's going to pile drive you. And he did. And then exactly. he almost killed him. And as soon as it went to the ground, I was like, well, fuck. Because Herb Dean started inching in. Connor, Connor in his like post-surgery video that he said, you did nothing in that fight. Dustin dropped some mean fucking elbows. Oh, on the top. boy. Yes, he did. 
to the you, point where it almost got called, Connor. And when I texted Bradley afterwards, we were talking about it a little bit, and I was like, I like, I was very interested to see what Connor was going to do coming out because he would have come out hot and he would have gone for it. But for us to say that Connor didn't do that well in the first round isn't true. Connor did well. He did well when it was on his feet, and then he initiated taking to the ground, and I don't fucking understand it. He he honestly defended it pretty well too whenever he was in the ground. Like, yeah, he ate some, but he, well, he threw perfect time those leg kicks right to him. Perfect. Most of the time, Connor just fucking lays there and eats it and well, just prays that you stop. That's the thing. Is like he he appears to do well and he does well for what his strategy is when he goes to the ground. It's like I have to main I have to stay alive until this round's over or they stand us back up. Yes. And then he got back up. And to like oh. here, here's the deal. To say that that was that nothing that happened in that fight led to that that he just stepped on it and broke it is bullshit. It's not true. You That doesn't fucking happen. Like, especially not from throwing a punch. You know how many fucking punches he throws? And also, why would Poirier... Poirier is not a fucking just a liar. He's not going to be... Oh, I checked... He's only going to say what actually happened. Well, he's an honest dude. Connor's, I checked him earlier and I felt it. Connor's coach said it afterwards. And he's, he said that it was off of the elbow. And now the video, the initial video from the angle that everybody blasted out after his Supported coach said it. that... Looked, I mean, he he intentionally tucks his elbow, yes. and it does look like it hits it. The other side, you can't really tell. But that first thing that you're talking about, if you watch his his leg whenever it hits that elbow, it does look like it low key buckles. Well, and then afterwards, if you watch like in some of the videos where it's slow motion long enough, you can see Dustin kind of point his elbow at him, like got you right there. Yep, and that is exactly where it broke. Like you, it, we were talking. And about whenever he today. put his leg back after he kicked, whenever he checked that, he puts his leg back. You see him shift his weight to his other foot real quick. Yeah, he felt it. Oh, that check is exactly what did it. And but, Dustin Poirier is not lying. But the, like, there was a couple of videos going around where it's like Connor threw, because he threw a leg kick early that landed hard. And people were saying, oh, this is where it happened. He threw, he kicked him so hard it broke. It's like, look, he broke his fucking tibia, not his ankle. Right. So I'm, not, I'm not saying that, you know, like, credit to Dustin for, you know, doing something that caused it. But for Connor to say that nothing happened prior right. to that, you don't just step on, like, you can roll the fuck out of it like that. You're not just gonna break your goddamn leg. No. If you do, motherfucker needs to drink some more milk or something because he's got osteoporosis bones. Remember, remember when I told you we're looking at a very, very. It's close. It's it's similar, but not quite close because Silva held it for so long. But a very Anderson Silva career here. We, I mean, we're looking right, and by that leg breaking like that, boy, is it looking very fucking. When you similar. look at the whole picture. Connor's peak is much higher than Anderson Silva's. Right, and that's what I was talking but about. But the trajectory is the same, yes. But Silva held that title for how long? Right. I mean, it very, very different when you want to talk I about like success. Like, Anderson Silva, much more success. He defended his belt a lot. Right. Connor was just like the biggest name in combat sports. Well, he's always been a fucking showman. Right. And he's always backed it up. Right, but he had that. And, and I think a lot of it, like we, we've talked about this before, like people have these choose these same tactics that Connor uses, like being a shit talker. I don't give a fuck what you think about me type of thing. It doesn't work. The The way that Connor came into the public eye with that, he also had the, like, the his life before that, that was just shit. And he still had that mentality. That's, what, that's, I think, what everybody made was drawn to him. Everybody's drawn to the underdog story. The person that comes from nothing. Like, just like everybody else, we all grow up normal, and most of us grow up pretty fucking difficult. He did it. So, it, it you know, oh, my God. I feel a fucking reach to him. You know what I mean? Right. He grew up like shit, just like I did. I fucking like him. Right. But the thing is that, that I don't know if he fails to understand or just doesn't care because he's fucking rich at this point, which totally fair. Like you come from nothing. You make, you could be on the richest athlete 
for Forbes. Yeah. I get it. But the thing is, like, you have to understand that people love the the good story. But when you reach success, people want to see you fall, regardless of, of what you do and how you act. Correct. You keep acting like a dickhead, they're really going to want to see you fucking fall. And you are currently falling. Like, you need to fucking just take a goddamn loss. I don't give a shit if you agree with it or not. There's only one time I've seen him take a loss, and it was for about 12 hours, and it was a beep. Well, he, he, he actually came out in the interviews and was like, I, I just fucking, I lost. He took the second loss to Dustin a little bit, but that again, that wasn't, that that whole second fight, almost like it never happened. Because, and I don't mean in his mind where he doesn't count tap outs or decisions, but <laughs> like there was no real shit talk leading up to it. Like it was pretty like respectful. Even afterwards, it was pretty respectful. This one, afterwards, fucking Christ, dude. Like, immediately just doubled down being a dick. Yeah, the things that he said in that, as he's laying on the ground interview, the things that he said as one of the biggest Connor supporters on earth. Oh, you said it when it happened. I, it's getting hard, it's getting hard to defend this guy. And, and that was from the shit that was audible. And then after today, it comes out with a video of him threatening, like, Killing him in their fucking sleep. Him and his wife. It was like Jesus, dude. Get a goddamn grip. It's uh, it, it, he. It's time to accept it, and I will. He's just, mm, he's not what he was, and he cannot accept that he's not what he was. And it's just like an old person. They always say you can be seventy years old, but in your mind, you don't feel like you're seventy. He still thinks he can't accept that he's just not six years ago, Connor. He but can't it, fucking it, accept it. And a little bit like I'm, I'm, I have so many fucking angles where I'm going to play devil's advocate today, but like a little bit, I understand. Like it's very similar to like people can't believe the way that the, some of the shit that Bieber's done. Mm-hmm. And it's like he doesn't fucking know anything else. Like since he was a goddamn kid, right? He's had all this stardom and success. Connor wasn't a kid, but it was to a level that we had never seen before, especially in the sport. So you, you set the bar for the UFC. So you're fucking untouchable. And for a long time, and maybe still for the, for the, you know, this current, the way that this fight ended still, he still has that. Like he's still, Dana is still going to give him way more rope than he would give anybody else. Problem is he is rapidly hanging himself with it. Now, speaking of the devil's advocate part, there was like some of the shit people, I saw people like were pissed off about Dustin celebrating when Connor got hurt one side. Sure. I get it. Like it was a terrible fucking injury. It was very fucked up. Regardless of how it happened. You Connor walk up to Connor as he's laying on the ground with a broken leg. The flip side. Tell me Connor wouldn't do the same goddamn thing. And I'm not even going to go there. What I'm going to do is like, if you say the things about me and my family that you say, I don't give a fuck what happens to your leg. I'm excited that you lost and there's nothing you can goddamn do about it. And in the back of my mind, I know, Hey, if there's another fight, it's because I fucking say so. You don't get to call Dana and be like, hey, let me fight Dustin again. Fuck you. You don't deserve it anymore. In the moment, yeah, it looks bad. With you, like you doing the Connor strut when he's over there with his fucking leg wrapped up like a freaking Gordita. <laughs> but, it, it, and it did surprise me how long it took them to get that Speaking splint. of the Gordita, that splint was worse quality than what they give us <laughs> in the Army. You have to do those yourself, though. Right. Well, at least they give you a little bit of a Sam's plant, where it kind of fucking, you know what I mean? It's that right. it's the foam that forms and it stays stiff. The dif- what the fuck? What did they put? They were not prepared for well, a fucking broken ankle the, here. The difference is... Broken leg, sorry. The difference is he went into surgery hours later in the military. You got to wear that splint to PT the next day. So <laughs> yeah. it's got to be a little oh, more Oh, I know you ain't on profile. You're fucking <laughs> fall in. You got a splint. That thing works, doesn't it? All right. 12 miles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
oh, yeah, that really made me want to get pissed off at Poirier. But as soon as Poirier did it, I was like, I, I mean, Connor would do the same thing. Like, I can't, I can't fucking be pissed off at Poirier because Connor probably would have looked over at his wife and, and done some little kissy face. Like, mm, yeah. dude, you crossed the fucking line, man. He, uh, and then everybody was pissed off. I say everybody. So the, the double edged sword that is Connor McGregor at the UFC brought so many fucking eyeballs to the sport that would never have been there before. The problem is 80% of those eyeballs are fucking delusional still. Like they, they, when, when Dustin said, all you that are booing, you kiss my kiss asshole, my whole whatever. Asshole, yeah. Everybody was all pissy about that. And it's like, you, you think that he gives a fuck. Like most of those people that were in there, I just beat your golden boy. Now right. What? And you were, you were only there for that. Like, that's how, well, I mean, y'all we, came to see me lose. When we went to the Connor fight, there was other people that were good fights. But that's what we went for. So, I mean, he definitely brings people in, but the people that were there for him, Dustin doesn't give a fuck about, nor should he. Because if, if Connor talking that shit to him, you know, they're eating it up. And Dustin knows that. It's like, hey, fuck him. Fuck you. I beat him twice. Truly is mine. I heard the pay-per-view numbers were fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Anytime Connor's in it, it's going to be. And the fucked up part is, is if he's in, if he fights again, they're going to be ridiculous again. Because he's at the point now where Something he, like two and a half million. he is so polarizing that... This, Sold, not dollars. <laughs> this losing streak that he's on, people are going to want to see it continue or stop. It's all it is. It's, it's the same reason Floyd Mayweather fights still sell when he's fucking however old he is. Because people either want to support him and or say like he most still hasn't lost. lost. Exactly. At this point, though, like Connor has lost. So they just want to see his downfall we continue. See, well, most of us have gotten to the point where we want to see his rise again. The only thing that I was I was excited, I mean, I, like I said, I wanted Connor to win that fight, and the second round would have been very exciting because I don't think, I think when he got to the corner, they would have been like, hey, I don't give a shit what you do. Do fucking not take that son of a bitch to the ground again, intentionally or unintentionally. You stay on your goddamn feet. You were fine in the fight when he was on your feet, and then you blew it, and Dustin won that <laughs> round without a doubt because of how long he was on top and the elbows that he dropped. But... That being said, I wanted them to win because I like him. I wanted them to win because I wanted to see how the fight, the lead up to the fight would go with Oliveira. Like, if there is somebody that you just have nothing to talk shit about, it's Charles Oliveira. Like, he can make fun of the way that he dresses and the way that he looks. Which he will, 100%. Absolutely. But that's, like, I'm okay with that. Like, that's the corner that everybody wants. You want to get, like, a little bit, I think a little few deep shots, fine. Don't talk about the man's family. Don't, don't talk, talk about, about his wife. His, don't talk don't. about killing him in their fucking sleep after you lost, regardless of how you lost. If you don't agree with it, cool. Talk about it afterwards. I'll find you in the fucking street with Dom Toretto Piper Inch, and I'll beat the <laughs> fucking shit out of your face. Yeah. So, Connor uh, did not lose. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Did I not. Mean, the only scoreable round he lost. He did not lose. He absolutely lost the first. He round. did not lose. Connor <laughs> did not lose. Connor is still fucking Connor, and I'm not gonna listen. Yeah, Connor got beat up pretty good. You just said he wasn't Connor anymore. No, he he's not. He's he's not going to. The fight, the fights that he wants, he's not going to Jose Aldo those fights. It's not going to happen. Those are going to be fights that you're going to have to go a little bit of a distance on, and it just seems like he's not prepared to. No, he's not. And he thinks because every he, time he comes out there, he's going to knock him out in the first two seconds. And well, oh shit, it's we're four minutes in the first round here. I'm, whew, I'm getting a little winded. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, I'm on the ground. <laughs> like Connor is still fucking Connor. Connor looked. Other than the times where he got beat up, looked very good. <laughs> Besides the part that he lost, he looked he good. He threw very good hands. His kicks were actually surprised me. He, I did not he, expect to see that. He did look better than the second fight. He looked very early. fucking good in that fight. Like, he, got, he got pounded on. He he did. His when face started, went to pound town. When it started, I was like, all right, this is gonna be this is gonna be better. 
And like I said, as soon as it's as soon as he shot on Dustin, I was like, God damn it! It's it doesn't it, make any fucking. sense, I mean, Poirier dude. said it himself. Like, hey, he got. I will say he got him with a good cross. Like, I did not yeah. see that coming. He got me. I got a little buzzed. I was still. I still had my feet under me. I wasn't completely wobbly, but I was buzzed. And I was like, right there, whenever he said that, I was like, ooh, that's all Connor needed right there. See, but I that's buzzed the thing him. is, I buzzed is the him. fact that he said it, that he acknowledged it, and like again, he wouldn't. He wouldn't make that up. Why the fuck would you make it up that somebody got you good? Right. No. And the fact that Connor didn't realize it, that he was rocked, credit to Dustin. Right. Because it, any, it, this is not something like, oh, Connor's very good at this. Like when somebody gets rocked, he goes in. That's fucking everybody. Yeah. If you show any sign of being dazed, even if sometimes they don't, sometimes and, just the crowd blows up and, and like, normally oh, Connor got to put him out. Normally that's when Connor charges. He right. sees you stumble. Oh, I'm coming in. Just because that's all he's ever known. Like he, that's, and that's part of the reason why I think his preparation sucks is because like he hasn't up until right he around UFC the fights fight, like boxing matches. He doesn't. He hasn't had to. Like he, he's been able to find his in, and he takes him out. It's not going to happen with Dustin. It's not, and it's not. Wouldn't I? Don't think it would have happened with Oliveira because he's like that style does not match up well when you're saving grace is being a counterpuncher. I say saving grace like it's something that he, like a safety net. He's very fucking good at it. Like he's very good at it, seeing what's coming and hitting you before you can do it. But I, the, the dust Poirier continues fight, to fucking impress me. Every it, time I watch him, I'm like, God damn, he is very goddamn good. It has to be Connor and Nate Diaz. I'm surprised. I mean, and that's the thing we talked about. Like, I hope Connor, that it's Connor and Nate Diaz. If Connor wins, there's it, a, there's it still a clear, has a draw. There's a clear path. You can pretty much do whatever you want with Dustin. Connor goes to fight for the title. If he loses, it's Nate Diaz. Dustin fights for the title. Now, it still has to be Nate Diaz, but I don't know when. I don't know if it happens. Like Connor said, he'll be back and better than ever. But some people just don't come back from that shit. Anderson Silva didn't come back. Like he came back from it, but hey, he wasn't we, the same. Could we see him before the new year? <clears throat> no, no, I don't think so. It'd be, it'd be, that'd give him five I, months. I would start thinking like March. Probably. Hmm. I could be wrong. What I don't want to happen is for him to come back early to try to be like, oh, see, I can do it, and then lose. I'm like, well, it wasn't 100%. Fuck off. Yeah, like, no. he, he doesn't, at this point, he does not need to build an excuse, regardless no. if he tries to take it or not. But Connor's still Connor. I'm not here for the motherfuckers that are talking that, oh, see, he just still zero fights in five years. He won. Not here for it, bud. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, you want to call me a fucking dick writer? You want to call me a blind <laughs> witness? Have at it. Been called it my whole fucking life for liking LeBron James. Don't care. I'll wear it some more. Uh, I mean, I, I genuinely don't know how that fight was in the end. I think the second round would have been fantastic. So that second round, as you know, I have my money on, would have been Connor. He would have had to finish it. He would have finished it. <laughs> because he lost the first round, and after the second round, I'd be willing to bet he loses three, four, and five. Only because, like, I have no reason to believe that he would. And if it goes the distance, as the further it goes, the less likely he is to win around. That's just yeah, how he would, it goes. As, as Connor said in his post-surgery video, I would have loved to see it go in a second. I I think the second would have been very... I agree. I, the second was the, oh, I did too. what I believe would have been the deciding round, not only if it's a knockout, but for the whole entire fight. If the that, second round was it. second round, had he not broken his leg, had that second round started, and it got within a minute left... Here come that, the fireworks. That minute, that last minute of the second round would have been would have been the would first have been minute on, of this fight because the first minute was popping. Would have been on fight. UFC Unleashed for fucking decades. Like it would have been just standing there, boom, 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 just going to town. Which is what it will, will be if it's Nate and Connor. Or that minute left, Connor would have gone after him. They would have traded punches for a few times, and Dustin would have got him to the ground. and He's fucked. Because that's the thing. Like you, 
if a round's close and you finish the round on top, you're probably going to get the round. But it was disappointing. I mean, I, I'm I'm still very excited. That, that was the good thing. And that's, I guess that's the flip side of Connor t- picking these rivals, quote-unquote rivals that are likable, is I'm still very excited for the Dustin and Charles Oliveira fight. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. It oh, might yeah. be fight of the year. That being said. That being said, Conor McGregor's shit still doesn't stink. <laughs> His body failed him. <laughs> and uh, trust me, he's got he's got 2% in the OIV right now. <laughs> I hope I hope he comes back. And I hope he is at least what he is right now so that he can try to right the ship. I'm, I'm officially very fucking nervous for his career. But you were like that going into this fight. It was a seesaw for you. After the leg was a break and it wasn't like a knockout or something, it feels like you're still just in that same boat. Not well, really I like, am okay, because I'm not. Like, I, it didn't show me that he can't do it anymore. Like I said, he looked he looked good in that fight he early. Did. And I, like I said, I'm, I've said it fucking 10 times now, I feel like, but I'm, I was very excited to see the second round, but that didn't give me any closure either way. Like, it didn't tell me he's back. It didn't tell that. me that he's fucked. So I hope he comes back. I hope he fights Nate Diaz. I hope he beats Nate Diaz. Then we'll see where it goes. We'll see. This is the route that Connor has to take or else he's going to be in his own way. He's got to humble himself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point, he's gone hard enough that if he does humble himself, it's going to look like he's given up. But the one good thing about Connor, we can say, you know, he hasn't won fights or whatever. He always takes and wants a big fight every single time. Like, it's never just like this little Sean O'Malley fights and bullshit. It's always one of the fucking big dogs this dude's ready to go for. And he will be on his ass just like me. If I get knocked out, guess what? As soon as my eyes open, I'm talking shit some more. But the best, the thing for the thing that's lucky for him right now is that he he wants these big fights and these big dogs. Nate Diaz is not a big dog anymore, but, but his still name a holds big weight, fight. right? And because he already has that seed planted, he can go back to Nate Diaz. After this, I don't know. But uh, hey, Connor is the motherfucking alpha dog. He's the big dog. His shit don't stink. <laughs> but for now, we digress. We can digress into either baseball direction you want to go. We can talk about the MLB draft. That'll give us some good Arkansas talk. Or we can talk about the upcoming home run derby because I've changed my pick. That's fine. We don't have much on the home run derby except your changed pick. So let's talk about a little draft time. All right. Are you going to make fun of the Royals immediately? <laughs> what are we going to do? All right. So, Oh, here we go. Let's fucking do it. Let's make fun of the Kansas City shit-ass what, Royals. What would you say? You fucking bozos. Is... The Royals' glaring weakness. Pitching. Okay. No more than you have watched college sports outside of watching the Arkansas games. Have you seen better pitchers in college? Who would you have wanted? Leader, cops. Throw out out where you think they're supposed to be drafted. Throw out anything that should help you make this pick. If you were just picking with your your heart. Oh, with just my heart? Well, take cops out. Okay. Because cops would not have gone at seven. No. I would have taken the Vanderbilt pitchers, either one. So, Jack Ladder was not there. Okay. <laughs> Kamar Rocker was. And I would have absolutely took him. And so would most other people right. in the Royal situation. But instead, these buffoons go ahead and take a chance on a high school prospect that's ranked 40th. At seven. Committed to Connecticut. They, they, known for their baseball. They Connecticut. They Cleveland Farrell this shit up. The first thing I thought was... Raiders. Mark Davis may be at it again. <laughs> he may be drafting for the Royals. I said that right, right? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Goofy ass haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
here's the, I'm gonna. Well, but try he had four get, straight no hitters I'm, in high school against people who no one knows about because they're 16. I'm gonna try to get through this because this this is the reason that they did it. It has to be that now with this being your strategy. Uh huh. I still think you reached probably, but so. <clears throat> You have a certain. There's, is there good news on the home front? No. Okay. It's it well, a dumb fucking decision. It's a bonehead move. Uh, but you, 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 you fucking this. let it up to make it sound like it was going to be something good for me, and you just fucking. No, I'm just going to try my heart. I'm just going to try to explain why they even got to this point of making a bad decision. Oh, okay. Here we go. So you have a, a certain amount of money that you can spend in the draft, right? And if you get these high school kids, all you have to do is give them enough money that you can decommit them from college, basically, right? And then you can take the rest of that money and go spread throughout the draft and continue to do it with these high school players like Max Muncy that we'll get to was committed to Arkansas. I got drafted 25th overall by the A's. They're going to give him enough money that he doesn't want to come to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Enough of a signing bonus. You can get more for your money in the sense of like quantity over quality is what they're doing basically. Right. Like the MLB draft is a, is a is a crapshoot. Like right. You're you're throwing if we hit shit on at the three wall. of these guys. We're good. Right. You're throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like there's not a. You're not even guaranteed that they're going to get to play for your franchise. Right. At the, at the major league. So, I guess the more eggs you have in your basket, the more likely you are that one of them hits. Now, granted, this kid probably wouldn't went in the first round anyway because there's a lot, a lot of teams think like that. And being right. the 39th prospect, like he's not, he's not bad. It's not that he's a turd. It's like just not this seventh guy, overall fucking quality. If this guy would have committed to Arkansas, I'd have been excited. Right. But when you're looking at it from the Royal standpoint and you look at who was there. A little weird that he that he committed to Connecticut, honestly. Well, I mean, yeah. I think that he knew, and a lot of teams probably knew, that he was going to get drafted. Right. That being said, Arkansas's biggest enemy is the fucking draft. Like, I'm not saying that there's not people that pick other so schools. So it's sort over. of like a, if, he had got, if he did uh, go to college... And just start lighting it up. All of a sudden, he's going to fly into the top 10. Now, and it's like, I'm going to take right. him now. Well, he got drafted in the fucking top 10. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> because like, if they hadn't have done it or whatever, and he got, you know, all the, say a different team takes him. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, man, that was kind of stupid. And then he stays in college and just destroys people. They're like, oh, shit. This dude is that good. Right. But, I mean. It, we, we fucking called it before they even seen it, boys. The, I'm in. I, I have fucking flipped around. But I am in. I mean, you like come on, Rocker, go to the Mets. Oh God! And I'm sure when they're sitting there, like this motherfucker is still here. Holy we shit! We gotta take him. I I mean, I don't know. I get it. Like you're in high school and you get offered a million dollar signing bonus, whatever you get. I'm not going to college if you offer me a million dollars. Right. The issue is you get that signing bonus, and then you go to start making like thirty thousand dollars a year, and you live on a bus. <laughs> so. It's the same reason Kyler Murray. It's the same reason why all these quarterbacks that get drafted in the MLB will never fucking choose the MLB because everybody's like, "Oh, Kyler Murray got drafted. I think he's got drafted eighth overall. Why they're giving out three hundred million dollar contracts? Why wouldn't you do that? Because like, he's not going to get three hundred million. If you get to that point, if you get to the major league, then yes, for some it's, people, it's, it's multiple years before they get to that point. Or you could be the first overall pick and get a fucking shit ton of money in football and just continue to get a shit ton of money every year, right? So, and it's a much shorter season. I, I get it. For anybody outside of a quarterback, it's harder on your body than baseball. Right. But baseball fucking drags on. Yes. That being said, I don't have a fucking clue why he didn't take Rocker. Couldn't Not tell you. a goddamn clue. And I'm here to tell you, uh, Royals Twitter, fucking pissed. <laughs> I mean, livid. 
They are fucking fuming. We are, some people in real life, me in my mind, standing outside of the fucking stadium with pitchforks. Like, this is fucking fireable. This is a fireable fucking offense. Sorry, Robert Moore. Love you, buddy. Don't do but it. But your fucking dad is an idiot. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's ownership. It's, there's a lot. He more has. He plays that. a fucking part in it. He does. But there's a lot more people than that. So he gets labeled just as much of a jackass as the fucking guy <laughs> on top. No, because there's a lot. He's of, the GM. For fuck's it's sakes. Like head coaches in the NFL, they want their guy, but ownership says no. And they're like, all right, well, fuck it. He's not on me. Oh, uh, if the GM says something in the NFL, that's what happens. Yeah, you you don't think that fucking uh, Jerry Jones. Picks the draft picks for the Cowboys. That's very different. That's a that's a one off right, situation. But, I'm saying, but he has he has like he's in the forefront. Everybody knows that he has say ownership. If I own a fucking NFL team, yes, I hired you to do your job. But if I think you're fucking up, you're out. Like, it shows me one thing. Pick. You want to keep your job? You make this pick. It shows me one thing. When Robert Moore is up for the draft, and we have the fourth overall pick, and he's valued as the fifty sixth prospect, we're going to take him at fourth, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, we just take people early. That's all it is. God, I hope that doesn't happen. I think I it's mean, fucking it, fireable offense. It All them cool. motherfuckers need cleaned out. They suck. <laughs> the problem is, is you our have, franchise is a joke. You have people like the Pirates and people like the Rockies and shit like that. We who are in are shambles. Still, just trucking along, sucking on purpose. Yeah, I mean, fuck the. I think like the majority of the Rockies front office quit last year. We have two people combined on the Royals that are probably the worst bats in baseball. <laughs> Solar is god awful. Well, he and he, don't get me started on Dozier. So. That one surprised should, me. Should, should I get you started on Dozier? That with one surprised me because when he got when he got traded, <clears throat> when you guys got him, I was like, "That's a good pick. It makes it makes sense. It fills a hole that you have." He was hot when you got him. Not so great now. It's looking like every positional coach on the fucking Royals all stink <laughs> because the pitchers that leave us are good. The pitchers that we acquire suck. What look what happened to Cueto? And then he leaves. He was before us, very good. After us, very good. <laughs> I mean, like. Granted, Look at Grinky. You're you're comparing him to his peers here, but Duffy has not had a terrible year for the Royals. That is about the only one. It is the only one. It would be the only one outside of Rocker had you picked him, but you didn't. I couldn't tell you how the fuck Wit made it into the All Star game. I really couldn't. There's a lot of people that are not that are pulling out of the All Star game. I think he only made Correa, it off injury, but still. Correa and Altuve pulled out. Like there's a lot of people that are just not. Uh, they probably saw. We need to talk about this. And I'm a little scared to even watch the fucking All-Star game. Did you see what the fuck happened there? Mm. The fucking oh, men that yeah. they found in the goddamn hotel room? Yeah, I did see that. With a thousand rounds, multiple yep. assault rifles, and the dude said he's going out on top? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that, that was crazy. They said it was it was looking like a Jason Aldean concert type thing. Yeah, that would be bad. I think, like, Holy shit, I'm pulling out too. Well, I think a lot Which of Which I always, is, I, you know, pull out, it's got to be strong. But. I, li- I listened to... No, missed it. <laughs> Bear with us, boys. We're learning the technology. Um, no, like that legitimate, but uh, Jeff Paston was talking about it earlier that I heard, and he said that, you know, the M- MLB and, and sports, for that matter, I guess, have these COVID protocols still when the rest of the country's fucking wide open, mm-hmm. and you have a four-day stretch where you can just relax and rest. He's like, people are going to start to take that. And that's fair. But it sucks. Yes. Like, we want to see the best fucking players play. It's, it's similar to the NBA and the dunk contest. Like, the, the home run derby is not quite to that point. Like, you have big names in the home run derby still. Right, right. But you don't have, like, Fernando Tatis and people like that that everybody's right. like, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. that would be right. awesome to see. Not the case. Speaking of Padres. Speaking of Padres, 
Kevin Boy, Cops. did they get a motherfucking steal. Kevin Copps is going to slam Diego. Hooey. He was the first Razorback taken off of this last year's team. They did get a prospect from us that was that was pretty excited about coming to Arkansas. We'll just, we'll we got to start with the cops. Okay? Let's, let's start with the cops. Let's call him because on Thursday we're going to find out that he's, golden, he's the Spikes winner. He is. Correct. So let's just go ahead and talk about it now. I'm over baseball, Arkansas baseball for the time being because it is over and I've grieved. If he doesn't win <laughs> the fucking Golden Spikes, I'm putting football back on the back burner and I'm going to find anybody that is connected to this decision-making process on Twitter and I'm going to message them about 15 times a day and tell them what a dumb piece of shit they are. Yes. Because this is a no fucking brainer. You can't you can't justify him getting all these other awards no, and not no. be the Golden Spikes winner. No, he will win it. And that's the other thing about it. We talked about these high school players that are going straight to the pros. And that's fine. If anybody watched Kevin Copps this year, should give you even more reason to go to college. Like in a lot like in the NBA, if you had the opportunity, sure. Go straight to the pros. Baseball is not that. Like it's not set up to benefit you in that way. And if Kevin Copps hadn't played this year, he would not have been drafted 99th overall. I don't know if he would have been drafted. That is correct. So Agreed. One year with the right team and the right coaching staff can completely change your draft stock. It can take a 39th overall prospect from high school and make him the number one overall pick. And the Royals still wouldn't have taken him. <laughs> so Kevin Copps goes 99th to the Padres. Congratulations. You deserve it. Woo fucking pig. Thank God you went to a team I could still root for. Uh, a team that I now have to root for because it's Macy's favorite team. Well, I I root for them to the side anyway. Like I do enjoy I enjoy watching them in all aspects. They're a very fun team to watch. The problem is Christian Franklin and Casey Opitz went to the Cubs, and I have to hate them now. Oh, that is a problem. I wish nothing but success for both of them outside of a Cubs jersey. If you end up on a different team, we're back. But right now, I have to hope that Christian Franklin's slump that he was in continues forever until he's out of a Cubs uniform. And then he can be a goddamn perennial all-star. Yep. And I hope he is. I cannot, I'm sorry, I cannot root for you beating the Cubs. And it breaks my fucking heart. When I saw Christian Franklin go up there, it hurt. When I saw Opitz <laughs> go to the Cubs, it, it double hurt. It was fucking awful. And then you got Lockhart going to the Dodgers. Like, Opitz is the most MLB-ready catcher in, in the country. And you can't fucking convince me otherwise. They said it on multiple broadcasts this year. But going to the Cubs, can't support it. And you don't, don't fucking learn anything from Wilson Contreras. He's a fucking soft-as-baby-shit little bitch. <laughs> leaning into pitches and complaining about it. Anyway, uh, there, was, there was a pretty good... Oh, we skipped over somebody who was drafted between Franklin and Opitz. And it was Kostu, got drafted to the Angels oh, yeah. at 201. Which... Very surprising. Well, I mean, throughout the year, he was a very consistent reliever, but his last outing on national television, he got fucking waxed. Yes. He had up three home runs. And the fact that he got drafted before Wicklander and Lockhart, Lockhart maybe not so much because of his age, but age in the MLB being that young is, is a positive. Like, you have less reps on his arm. You have more years that you can bring them along in the minors and get them to the major league still at a young age. That being said, Lockhart went to the Dodgers. He did. I said, Lockhart is my favorite pitcher for Arkansas outside of Kevin Copps because you have to take Kevin Copps out of any situation. The fact that you went to the Dodgers. It, <laughs> if you I can mean, see Dakota's face right now. <laughs> it's perfect fit. Okay? Perfect fit. He's going to shimmy. 
no rules in LA. It's going to be fireworks. That being said, I'm going to say this from the place of love in my heart. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I don't mean it, but I kind of mean it. Because I know you, look, you got drafted. Fucking congratulations, dude. Good for you. I know you didn't pick the Dodgers. I know you wouldn't have. You'd have picked the Cardinals. But since they picked you, it's a little bit of like a like a little brother situation. Like, I got I to gotta fuck with you now forever until you're off the Dodgers and we're back. But congratulations to all those guys. Now, the, the, the dude that got drafted by the A's 25th overall, that Max Muncy, that was coming to Arkansas, he's gone. Okay? He ain't coming to Arkansas. They're gonna pay, fuck no. They're going to pay him enough. He's not coming to Arkansas. But Peyton Stovall, after the first round, withdrew his name from the draft. Mm-hmm. Who's coming to Arkansas? Mm-hmm. That excites me. Now, the interesting part of this comes. The what part? Oh, interesting. <laughs> also, Brady Slavin's coming back. That's exciting. Another offseason to get his mind back to where it was before the injury. Because something happened. Fucking money. I, they brought him back too fast. I think they brought him back too fast. Whether it was, even if it was at full, like if his leg was at full strength, I think that shit was in his head. It had to have been. That was such a nasty, weird scenario. And Because, I mean, like, the whole swinging for the fence thing, it became more visible after the injury because he struck out every time. Yes. But that motherfucker did that all year. That's why he was leading the team in home runs for most of the year. The matter of fact, the only person that at any point in the year led the team in home runs that didn't understand, like, all right, fuck it, right now, we just need a base runner, is Robert Moore. That motherfucker swung the fence every time until it was imperative that we get on base. So did Christian Franklin. Correct. So, Slavin's coming back. Great. Stovall's coming in. It's exciting. Um, I'm sure we'll lose some more people to the draft, prospect-wise. But I think we're into the 10th round now. So, Battles is still out there. That may be the only one. I love battles. So in the tenth round, I don't I don't know the full de- I don't remember the full details of it, so forgive me. But there's something after in, going into the tenth round that like teams can only pay them. I think it's like 125 thousand signing bonus. If they pay more than that, they're penalized. So it's is 125 thousand dollars enough to get you to not come back? Right. So they, if they draft him in the twelfth round, whatever. I think there's only twenty this year. There's normally forty. Good God. Yeah, it's it's a long process that nobody really cares about. Because, again, it's crapshoot. But if they draft him late enough where the signing bonus is enough, he can still come back. Yeah. So let's hope that happens. Love but to see battles back. issue is, I'm pretty sure, like, Peyton Stovall is the number one shortstop in Louisiana. Battles comes back. He's not going to start at shortstop. They can't move him to second because Robert Moore's there. They've been able to find something to do with him. I don't know. But it's exciting. I'm ready for next year. I, but right now... I'm ready for the home run derby. You didn't even talk about Wick going to the Rays. Oh, yeah. Wick Lander got drafted to the Rays. Did forget yep. about that. I did 251. That in there. 251, then right after that, Lockhart went to the Dodgers. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that's up to date, but you never fucking know. One thing that I am embarrassed that I glossed over in in the going through the list of people that are in the home run derby is Trey Mancini. I, I didn't know what talking about. So he he didn't play last year because he got diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. and it was a whole big fucking ordeal. And then he came back. Now is he going to win it? Probably not. I think he has like 16 home runs in the year, but he's leading the Orioles in home runs and RBIs. I'm pretty sure. It's it like if you don't want to read, it was the ESPN cover story. If you don't want to read the whole thing, it was it was pretty long. It's a good it's a good read. If you don't want to read it, go on YouTube, type in Trey Mancini. It's the first video. It's a six minute video. That pretty much just, it's a, like a six-minute documentary on the whole situation, and it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. When that son of a bitch comes out there tonight, 
he's going to get a goddamn ovation. It's going to be fantastic. It'd be similar to like, you know, Bryce Harper in the home run derby in Washington, or I think Todd Frazier did it in Cincinnati, like the hometown kid. It's not that, but people are going to lose their fucking shit. I hope Trevor. So your sympathy liking him? No, I mean it, it's a very cool. Like I, I want for him to do well in this because he, like, he didn't know if he was ever going to fucking play again. Like, it, it'll be similar, I guess, kind of, kind of different situations. But like, if I don't know the good comparison because the Pro Bowl is not the big deal in the NFL. Like if Alex Smith was playing for the Super Bowl, I hate situation. Alex Smith. You do because That's you're a, a Chiefs idea. fan. But anybody with like that story, anybody would be who's rooting stupid for and doesn't know who Alex Smith is would think <laughs> he's good. It's not the fact that he, that's what I'm saying. Like, because Niners fans hate you his have, fucking guts too. You have Otani with like 33 home runs, and you have Trey Mancini with 16. Like, is he probably going to win it? He sounds like he stinks. Well, the Orioles stink. Well, then so, so does he. So, no. There's no sympathy Similar for this side. To the Royals and the Pirates. Oh, you just want to fucking step on my head <laughs> as I drown. Okay. I mean, low blows it is, huh? I got news for you. That dude stinks. Some of it started. Home run derby has started. What are we fucking doing? Yeah, we went a little long on the old UFC talk. There, we did. Boys. The also, we might get to see tonight and tomorrow Shohei Otani win the home run derby, start for the American League. Is the home run derby tonight? Yeah, it's on right now. Oh. Start for the American League pitching and lead off batting for the American League, which would be fucking crazy. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, that's all right because that's about the uh, only thing that we had on that part. I mean, you don't like Stephen A. Smith, but we can get into what he said about Otani. That was I game. value Stephen A. Smith's words zero. Well, people are not zero percent. People are not fucking happy with him right oh, now. Oh, now I do want to hear it then because it, it, <laughs> it's slander on him. He came out basically and said that Otani can't be the face of baseball because he uses an interpreter. He doesn't speak English. They fired a fucking MLB. <laughs> what was it? A GM for saying that the, his yeah. Oh, his English isn't very good. So you know. Yeah, they're not they gonna, fired him. They're not going to fire Steven A. Smith. I wish they fucking would. Get but his buffoon ass be, off the fucking stage. That would be chaos. He's, he's came out and apologized and all this shit. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean it. Yeah. But, I mean, he... It's just like when people... You know what my favorite thing that people do are? Is? Or is? Is? Well, I, no. See, I was just saying. Well, now, how the fuck does that lessen what you just said? If enough what, people But I was just saying. If enough people caught it, I'm sorry. But yeah, if I, not... No, see, I okay, I know that was hurtful, but... You didn't hear me. I was just saying. I don't know that he is. I mean, Otani is probably. I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. I do understand what he means, though. No, I, I mean, and I like I get how the thought came into his head. But to say it on national fucking television, like what the fuck? Yeah, he, I would never he, say that. He is. the. I mean, he is the face of baseball right now. He is the most popular player. He's one of the most popular players players in sports right now like what he's doing i have is, literally heard zero words about bryce harper in the entire season well, well and, and like you had like now like you can make the argument fernando tatis tatis yeah acuna is the same way i mean like there's well he was electric yeah that's a very unfortunate situation like i i don't like the braves because of like pe- a lot of people around me like the Braves. so yeah, by default another i have yeah well allegedly <laughs> by default she has a tattoo she does I, I, you know what? I guess that's true. Of all the teams that she claims, I would say she's the most legitimate Braves fan. But hasn't watched a game in five years. But absolutely not. <laughs> but she'll claim them. Um, but yeah, uh, Stephen A. Smith needs to get the fuck out of here and go away forever because he thinks if he talks louder than the person in the room, then he's the right one. Well, the problem is, and it's he's fucking on a annoying. Show with it's Max very Kellerman, annoying, and they're both the same. 
I can't stand either one of them. They're both betas, and they and one pretends to be an alpha. Also, whoever the fuck decided to put Stephen A. Smith, like, I get it. UFC signed a big deal with ESPN. Stephen A. Smith's one of the this main This needs to people. be addressed. Get Stephen A. Smith the fuck out of the UFC, He's please. not fucking belong. Absolutely not. I want to hear Joe Rogan. I want to hear Daniel Cormier. I, I don't even like Daniel Cormier, but I like him as a... One of the talking heads for UFC. I want to hear Don like I want to hear Paul Felder. I don't give a shit who I, it is. I'll even listen to Bisbing. I, I love Bisbing. I don't want any part of Stephen A. Smith in the UFC. Get him the fuck out of here. I would have rather listened to Max Kellerman inside than him. <sighs> yeah. At and least he knows fighting. What's fucked is we talked about this is I'm pretty sure if he didn't get his start in it, he was it, it very was. deep in it in boxing. In boxing, yes. And the fact that they had Stephen A. Smith inside the arena and Max, and Max Kellerman, Kellerman was in the out in the parking, parking lot. lot, you could just see it on his face how fucking pissed off he was. And he should have been. Cause Just because he talks louder than me, he's inside? Stephen what the A. Fuck? Smith brought absolutely fucking nothing no. to that broadcast team. A nice suit. He did have a nice suit on. Yeah, but the problem is his ugly fucking mug was in it. Well, you know what time it is to talk about. Okay. Let's talk about game three. I we, don't want to. Now, we slightly have to talk about game two because we didn't get to talk about game two. It happened after we aired the right. last one. Because... It appears Jay Crowder we, is fucking for real. We did talk about game two. Did we? Because we said, well, I feel like Suns are going to win in four now. Like, that was the one where they won game two, and we are like, oh, my God. Oh, okay. They might okay. sweep Okay, we, we did. Jay Crowder getting hot, getting yeah. over. Well, Jay Crowder went five for six in this Jay game. Jay Crowder got hot again. And, and they lost by 30. The problem was they were down by 20 when he got hot. <laughs> um, I need to walk some things back here. <laughs> Giannis, Suns and five. Giannis is that dude. <laughs> Giannis is nice. Suns and five. Okay. Now... When he tries to pretend like he knows how to do dribbling moves, it pisses me off. When, when he pushes the ball the full length of the court, it pisses me off. When he has one move in his book, and I'm going to tell you what it is in three seconds. Hard dribble, hard dribble, euro, euro, fuck, nothing's there. That's his move. That's it. <laughs> That's all it is. But God damn, does he not fucking dominate the paint. You forgot one thing that pisses me off, and it's when he starts. Oh, easy. That's a bad idea there. Get your hand off of it. Starts, uh, <laughs> when he starts... <laughs> Mean mugging everybody and talking shit because he made his free throw. Right. Fuck yourself. Okay? You're supposed to make those. They're Dude, goddamn free. That's back-to-back 40-pointers. It is. It's that's not the first nothing. time in finals history. It's not nothing. That dude, all he needed, as we saw from the first couple of games and as we had seen earlier on in the playoffs, was for the people who are paid max salaries on that team to, to perform. That, and that's what I was about to say. Like, I'm not... Drew Holiday is back. As bad as I want to, I'm not trying to take away from his 40-point game, but if Drew Holiday doesn't do what he did defensively and And offensively, offensively, it doesn't matter. Like, that game is still very close. Yes, Drew Holiday was hooping. Devin Booker couldn't make a goddamn shot. That motherfucker had 10 points. And my buddy told me two years ago, Devin Booker is the next, because I I was quick to say Zach Levine is is the next big two-guard in the league. I still think he is, but... With the Suns being on the stage that they're on, it's very easy to say Devin Booker. I think Zach Levine's just as good. I just don't know why. I'm not trying to get off topic Zach Le- here. But my only about- point, my only point was that Devin Booker is extremely inconsistent, and we saw it earlier in the playoffs too. Right. He is very, very inconsistent. And Chris Paul, when you double up, and Chris Paul gives you 13, and Booker gives you 10, recipe for disaster. The, the problem is with him being streaky like that is like you're 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 dealing with high highs and low lows. His highs are so fucking high. That it doesn't it doesn't really matter sometimes. Like it's it's I don't want to say swept under the rug because it was on full display last night, but you take it. Like if I get some ten point games, but I get more 30, 35 point games, 
that's a goddamn deal. I'll take it. Quick thing on Zach Levine, though. I don't know why, because the Bulls are like a very prestigious sports mm-hmm. team. Like it's up there with the Yankees and the Lakers and shit like that. Like yeah. the Chicago Bulls. I don't think Zach Levine's ever going to be that in Chicago. They have stunk for so long. This isn't just because I'm a Lakers fan, but he has been linked to Lakers for like three years. <laughs> so now, for like I'm talking back in the Timberwolves, he was linked so, to, before LeBron was even there, and yeah. then LeBron got there and it ramped up even hotter. So next year, wherever LeBron the, is, they're going to the say Lakers, everyone needs to be traded. The Lakers there. are going to have LeBron, AD. Okay, they're going to not say Dame. they're going they're to have. have Steph Curry, Kawhi, and Zach Levine. If that ain't out of all of those right there, clearly Dame number one. Steph's not realistic. He's never leaving Golden State. If you Zach say Levine Zach is number Levine two over Kawhi. I would. I would rather have Zach Levine over Kawhi. Kawhi plays half the season, and well, you have, then you'll have two players that play half the season. Makes a hole. You're in good shape. Well, Zach Levine doesn't. The problem sit is down. if they are out the same half, you're fucked. Yeah, I would rather have Zach Levine. Dame number one. Zach Levine. Now, like I said, hey, we saw Dame post that picture. It was a little cryptic. <laughs> it was a little cryptic of him walking across Lakers Lakers uh insert, court there insert the eyeball emojis it was it was Anderson as Dakota would say <laughs> it was but uh game 3 was fucking awful. i mean it was it was unfucking believable it was awful now it got very fucking juicy in the third they cut it down to single digits or yeah very early in the third they cut, it was in single digits and i'm mm-hmm. like oh shit cuz they were on like a 16 18 0 run the suns i'm like oh my god here we go and they squandered it. Squandered. Well, the fact that they went on a 16-0 run and didn't take the lead, right, lets you know all you. Because then know Drew about Holiday hit a three. Then Drew Holiday had a steal, mm. and then Middleton had a three. And I said, "Oh shit!" What now? One thing we are not going to gloss over is Cam Johnson posterizing on PJ Tucker's mama. posterizing PJ Tucker's entire face. When he, the whole load did none of it touched the floor. It was all over his face. <laughs> when when he <laughs> the left whole the ground, load. When he took off, and granted, he was at full speed, but when he took off, I was like, there ain't no fucking way he's making it to the rim. I was only worried that they were going to call a fucking charge. Me too. When he, he might you as well. You can't call that. He might as well have jumped from the goddamn free throw line. I know he, I know he was not near the free throw line, but how long he was in the air felt like he jumped from fucking half court. And as soon as he dunked it, I was like, holy shit. And then I heard the whistle and I was like, God damn it. Yep. And then I saw him call a block, and I was like, oh, my God. It's so much better now. Like, you tried, and you fucking failed, and you got embarrassed. That shit, if I'm Cam Johnson, over my mantle forever. I got a fat head right there on the fucking wall. You know what? I'm going to talk to the coach. We're getting in the locker room as well for game four. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do a similar Eagles thing here. We're going to make a statue like Nick Foles, and we're going to put that dunk right out front. Yeah, that seems a little premature at this point. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> you fired that guy. But, again, guess who came in? And fucking bald again. Bobby Woo Pig Portis. The whole goddamn stadium think. was cheering Bobby Bobby. I mean, you love to see it. You would think he's a big motherfucker now. He's, like, yeah. He, not, not to say he was a small guy in college, but he is considerably bigger now. Yes. Uh, he took that jump pretty serious. You would think that the Bucks, like I, I get, you know, what they did last night worked. You would think that they would piece it together and be like, hey, maybe we fucking start this guy. Maybe... Maybe we but get maybe him that's in that's their early. points from the bench. They need that, and that's fine. But you you can't wait that fucking long. Get him in early, take him out, put him back in the third, take him out, put him in with like five minutes left in the fourth. Something. I mean, I get like if you get, but the problem is if you put then him he's in, winded and you have your guy who scores off your bench, who can't score off the bench. Now who scores? I Pat Connaughton, but because that motherfucker does not deserve to be on the fucking liability. court. Everything he does is wrong. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he, like 
I don't know how many times <laughs> everything game, he does is wrong. Every time the motherfucker touched the ball in game one, something, to- something terrible, something god awful happened. <laughs> in your your wildest dreams, you could not picture. If I touch the ball, one of these seven bad things is going to happen. And every time it fucking did, and every time he would either throw the ball away or just wildly miss a shot. As he was running back down the court, he was like. He's shaking his head, yeah. pissed off at himself. Yeah, Stop it, fucking touching the ball. Listen, it looked like me yesterday. I went to the rack, played a little hoop session. <laughs> I, I, little did I know, if you didn't play basketball for three months, four months, you wouldn't be good anymore. No, it, and no. I went out there and I fucking shot one for ten in both games. God awful, terrible, horrible. It was almost bad to the point that it was like you playing in the fucking finals. Yeah, yeah. He it was, did not, like, he did not fucking belong And there. I caused a fucking scene out there. I mean, I was <laughs> shouting obscenities <laughs> across, I mean, there were children shooting on the side goals who their parents told them it's time to go. <laughs> I am having a fucking meltdown on the goddamn court. I'm dealing with some shit <laughs> over here, okay? Yeah, well, it was not good. I also went with a friend who just decided to push buttons as I'm clearly melting down and then decided to jump over my back and put his fucking forearm in my neck and shove me down. <laughs> it almost came to blows. <laughs> a friendship almost rent. That's what happens to basketball boys. It happens. It does happen. If oh. the Bucks win game four, if the Bucks win game four, I don't like that one. I like this. That's, one. I don't like that's that one. Either. I like one. this one. We're just pushing buttons over here. We are. We're learning technology. They're labeled, but, you know, sometimes we we fuck up. What I was going to say was if whoever wins game five, but what I mean to say is if it's it's 2-2, the winner of game five, clearly statistics back it up, but I I firmly believe in this series it holds true. If it's 2-2 going into game five, the winner of game five, that's it. Now, oh, well, it puts them at at three. Of course, they only have to win one more. If anybody steals a game, it's over. Agreed. Because it, if the Suns win in Milwaukee, the fucking crowd in, in Phoenix, Phoenix for game is six? a goddamn problem. No, game seven, right? They have seven. They have home court. Yes. It's a problem. One, and two. especially in that environment, in a deciding game, oh, it's fucking rap. Oh, no. It would just be five, wouldn't it? Because it's 2-1 right now. So if they stole Correct. the one with the Bucks, it'd be five. Back in Phoenix. Four game five. Right. Yeah. That would be, it'd be over. Yeah. I hope it happens. And Suns in four may fight Bobby Portis. I don't think he wants to. I don't think he wants to either. And I also agree that he's almost due for an ass beating. So he should probably pick his moments here. Boy, if he went viral for just getting shit stomped in <laughs> stands in Milwaukee. Or if that same fan shows back up, the other one that he fought, in and a beats buck, his in ass. In Bucks jersey with his chains and shit. That, you know what? Probably not a great business decision for that guy because we saw his his hands or lack thereof. Right. Maybe take the risk. Maybe so. Maybe just, you know what? What's going to happen? You get your ass beat again? Who gives a shit? Go sit by David Bakhtiari. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens. It does happen. You know what else happens? What? Fans run on the golf courses and take Roy's clubs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't yeah, talk we about We did not this. talk about this. It was actually a point that I brought up to you that we needed to discuss, and we didn't get to it. Hand up. Hand up. What the fuck? Now... Do I think it's fucking hilarious because it was Rory? Absolutely. You don't like Rory. I do like Rory. He's just a whiny little bitch. Like, See? I, I, <laughs> I do like him. I just hate who he is. <laughs> I enjoy watching him play golf. Like, he's very good at golf. And I've seen instances where he's not a total doucher. You also don't like Spieth. I don't like Spieth because he's fucking <laughs> made a wet toilet paper. Like, he, he just cannot hold up in, in well, Damn. <laughs> in certain situations. <laughs> And and honestly, it's I'm honestly judging him unfairly based off of his master's collapse. But it was so fantastic that you just can't come back from it. I'm sorry. 
he was supposed to be the next guy that like brought in the younger age to golf and it just didn't fucking work out. But no, this man comes up, grabs a fucking club, struggles to grab a club mm-hmm. out of Rory's bag. There's like him, his caddy, and I think Dustin Johnson standing there with him. Takes the club out of his bag after about his fifth attempt. Takes the club head cover off and just walks off to the side and starts taking practice swings. And while he's swinging, they're just standing there watching him. Like they, They're in such shock that somebody just walked up and grabbed a fucking club out of his bag. That they just they thought he had to be affiliated him. with them. There's no way somebody with the balls of someone like you. I you I must know you from somewhere. Like That's the only to, way you just grab. Am that. I getting punked? Somebody fucking with me right now? It's a sick joke. Yes, put me on. I mean, it, it's it's one of those things like you kind of have to address it, but I don't know how much more there is to say. Like it, it, it's fucking crazy. It's unbelievable that fans have the freedom to just walk right up to people and just grab their the shit. The only thing I could think of is the dude, the the Pelicans fan that came out in the full warmups. And we started fucking dribbling and shooting on the side. Maybe he just wore a nice polo and a nice pair of slacks, but and he, they just thought he was on the tour. I'm pretty sure I didn't watch the video multiple times. I'm pretty sure he was not dressed like a golfer. I think he was just a well, normal. Maybe he dude. followed the butterfly man's <laughs> footsteps no, and just no. downgraded himself once he got there. No, that man had clothes on. The butterfly man had wings. And that was it. <laughs> and he hit the fucking ball like that. Well, I don't get it. I understand why. A little bit. Like, this is going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was. You just wanted to say you took Rory's club and swung with it. Like, you and didn't even fucking hit anything. Went to get the club the first time, and the fucking head thing came off. <laughs> so, he just took the little fuzzy part and was like, this ain't good enough. I want the whole club. And now, I'm going to stand now, over here and practice with it. If he just it. taken the club head and, and just walked off and kept it. Right. He probably, as long as they stared at him in disbelief, he probably would have made it out. Yeah. And just like, hey, look, this is Rory's club head. I get it. But to just sit over there and casually, like, yeah, I'm going to see what these clubs are about. <laughs> you know, I don't like them. I'm going to give you something different. Thanks, though. But what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this is not fucking Academy. All right? No. You don't get to walk up and it, test the equipment. It ain't Burger King either. No, you don't get to have it your way. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, Real what? quick in here. Uh-oh. We got to get to it. What are we getting to? Picks. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs> I am super prepared for this, everybody. Yeah. I have invested zero seconds into looking into <laughs> what I want <laughs> What I, so you're going to get off the cuff yeah. reactions here. Mm-hmm. So don't make fun of me because I'm going to sound stupid. It's only Tyler's logic going into this. No, so here's the deal. No, we, we also don't have the list of awards sitting in front of us. No. So we're just going to spit out an award and we're both going to get a winner. Raw reaction because. Oh, boys, we got to fucking write it down. Are you going to have notes on your phone or what? I'm not going to note that this. No. Your pad and paper. I got... A pad is the paper. Pen and pad. pad Correct. And pen. pen and paper. Not paper and pad. My bad. I see what you did there. You're a poet and you didn't know it. <laughs> All right. Hey, if I said the rhyme, I'll do the crime. Do the time? You get it. Yeah, I do get it. For fuck's sake. Now hit me with it. Boys, I got the ink out. It's ready. It's hot. Off the press. Let's just go MVP. All right. You're going to say my homes. I... Like, if, if I had to bet an amount of money that mattered, that's what I would take, too. I mean, it's just, it's a safe pick. Like, I'm not going to take him because I'm going to take into account. So you're hedging your bet? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to take, I, I think he's the most, he will be the most deserving at the end of the year. I'm going to take into account what all sports do at this point and do what. Uh, he already pick, won it. Let's get pick, it to somebody else. Right. Take, like, they get tired of, they don't want to pick the same people. So I'm going right. Josh Allen. Because he was a strong candidate last year, and Aaron Rodgers just shut that shit down. Real quick, did you hear what Mahomes said? Whenever they 
Now he fucked it up the delivery because he did not mean to about say it Herbert. fucked up. But yes, yeah, about Herbert. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I'm not taking any any shots at Herbert, fun or otherwise. Somebody said, "Watch out for Justin Herbert." As he was walking up the golf course, there was some sort of golf thing going. I wish I would have known where it was because it looked awesome. Is the one, I'm pretty sure it's the one in Lake Tahoe. Oh, that looked sick. It's the one where AJ Hawker was tackles, but guy. Yeah, Mahomes was out there fucking him up, boys. At least the drives. But <laughs> they had, they said, "Look out for Josh Allen next year." Now, what he meant to say was, "I'll believe it when I see it," and he accidentally fucked up and said, "I'll see it when I believe it." If you see it, you so, do, you will believe it. I don't fully understand. <laughs> <laughs> he meant to say, "I'll I'll believe it when I see it," but. I get your Sam Patty. We're on the same wavelength. Now, since it's out there. But it's no surprise that Herbert is pretty, is good. pretty fucking good. Like <laughs> the Chiefs will probably beat the Chargers, but, but it ain't Herbert's going to have a good game. Like it's going to be, and it feels wrong to compare it to this because of the magnitude of that game. But like it, I feel like both meetings this year are going to be like a Rams Chiefs style game. Like it's going to be a fuck. Whoever's the ball last is going to win. That might be the best football game. It'll be like Peyton Manning and, uh, Romo, when Romo threw her 500 yards and lost. Yeah. That that game, fantastic. So and if the Chargers win, that video will come back up. Offensive player of the year. Oh, maybe the least prepared for that one. I was not. Uh, the only reason I know it's the one that immediately successes it was because it was the Mahomes-Breeze debate right there when Mahomes won MVP. They were like, oh, well, I guess Drew Breeze will win offensive. Okay. Nope, Mahomes won that Offensive too. player of the year since I took Josh Allen. I'll go Mahomes for offensive player of the year. That's nice. That's a, that's very logical. Would not be shocked if it was Herbert also. I mean, he won offensive rookie of the year. I'm going to go Derrick Henry. See, I was going to say Derrick Henry, but like I said, they get tired of picking the same person. You might not be able to help it. Like, you might just legitimately be the best offensive Yeah, 2,000 yards player. again. You're going to have to start thinking MVP. Correct. Um, you want to go defensive player of the year? TJ Watt. Biased? Slightly. But yes and no. Also he got logical. Fucking prison shanked last year. Defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. Okay. If you want to get it right, you can say Aaron Donald because that's who the fuck they don't give a shit to pick him that's over. So over. annoying. You know what I'm gonna do? Hmm. Defensive player of the year. Don't say Miles Garrett. That, that that's not a terrible pick. It's not a terrible pick, but don't say it. But I will say You know who what? Defensive player of the year? Lamar Jackson. <laughs> He's gonna help defenses more than anybody else that plays a position on defense. Um. Okay, it's gonna be. A, I mean, you're not. Man, there's so many directions I want to go. Um. So the the sides I'm playing here, I'm th- I'm really strong on Buda Baker. I like Buda Baker, but I, I also think Derwin wanted. James is gonna come back and be a freak show. But I, would be I am sh- also strong on Jalen Ramsey. I would be shocked if a pass rusher doesn't win it. True, because he gets sacks, and that's what's sexy. Right. Two most important positions, quarterback and the guy that stops See, I value the secondary more than I do defensive line. Well, here's the thing. A, deep, a good defensive lineman can help the secondary more than a good secondary player can help a bad defensive line. Because if, if you have a bad defensive line that can't get to the quarterback, the best corner is going to lose somebody at some point because you're not running around anymore. You're just fucking running around. I'm going to go with Von Miller. Oh, That'd be interesting, all things considered. Yeah, for sure. Which on that defense, he's going to shine. Not not that he can't shine on his own, but with the amount of talent they have on that defense, you can't afford to just hone in on him. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Offensive rookie of the year. This one, I'm gonna like. I'm, I legitimately believe this. 
and nobody's going to believe me that I believe it, and I'm not a homer, but it's going to be Najee Harris. That's what I'm picking. Fair. That's fair. Let me pick. You're going to pick Trevor Lawrence. If I didn't pick Najee Harris, that's who I would have picked. It's an easy, it's an it's a low-hanging fruit. The NFL's big on low-hanging fruit. I know. Um, I also can't think of many rookies right now for some reason. Uh, I'm, trying to, Lance. I'm trying to think of like the first round picks. And I'm, I'm kind of fucking blanking here. Um, rookie. I'm, a, I'm skipping. Let me p- skip my turn. I'll come back to that either at the end of this episode or the next episode. I'm not sure. But defensive rookie of the year. Mm. This word gets hard to fucking remember. Yeah. We can skip turn, boys. We'll, we can come back to this once we can actually put some fucking logic into this. Yeah, I'm going to skip defensive rookie of the year. I don't want to fucking slight this. I want to take this shit serious. I would love. I need to do some research. Yeah. Yeah, skip it. Okay. Um, what else we got? Uh, who do you want for coach of the year? Oh. Anthony Lynn. Really? Yep. Charger can figure it out. He's not even there anymore. Where's he at now? He went, uh, he took on a, a position coach for somewhere oh, else. They fired him. Pass. Whoever the Chargers coach is now. I'm just going to write down. Chargers. You going Motor City, Dan Campbell? Two hells the fuck now. <laughs> I'm going. Who is the Chargers head coach now? Go I'm ahead. going. Guess who, boys? McVeigh. It's not terrible. Yep. For sure. Um Comeback Player of the Year. Oh. Forgot about that one, boys. Look comeback action. Let's do a little comeback talk. What you got? You're gonna go Big Ben. No. Oh, you actually dislike him like I do. I dislike what he does to my feelings. I just like what he does on the football field, and that's mess up and down it. Give me, uh, give me Joey Burrow. That's a good one. Solid pick, and I'm I can gonna, root for him because it doesn't fucking matter. That team's so goddamn bad; they're no threat. I'm going walk to him wins. That's fair. That's a good one. Probably much more likely as well. Defensive player of the year is giving me fits. Defensive. Yeah, I mean, defensive rookie of the year. I'm about to say, you're right. It's going to be Donald. Yeah. But, like, the the most, the highly, most You know who I wanted to go with? Defensive rookie of the year, I can think of as Zayvon Collins. Maybe. Which, I mean. We would have to look back at the the fucking draft The Cardinals have a good defense. Like, they're not going to zero in on him by any means. No. That would be, that would look very good for the Cardinals if they have the defensive rookie of the year. It's, in a pick that nobody really knew about before is it also, the draft talk. Is it, also, is it also hard for you to fucking think of people outside of your division? Because it's the first people I think of, and it's all I can hone in, and then I get fucked up. Yeah, like, speaking of people inside I kept thinking division. Joey Bosa. I kept thinking Von Miller. So I, was, right. I wanted to say Joey Bosa, because yeah. I think he, he's... But I don't know. Nick I'm Bosa. going Von Miller. Oh. For a comeback. That's a good one, boys. Yeah. Who'd you put down? Put down Joe put Burrow. Burrow. I'm going to put a slash, and we're going to put two of them here. Nicky. Speaking of people in your division, 
we talked about Richard Sherman not being on a team still. Blah blah blah. Melvin what about Ingram? Melvin Ingram? Melvin Ingram not on a fucking team. Right. What are we doing? He visited Kansas City and they didn't sign him. I was like, ah, he just wants too much money. Mm, just looks like no one wants him. I think he's doing what the smart play. If you're if you're still a free agent at this point, the smart play is like I'll just fucking wait. Somebody will get hurt. You know what's gonna happen? Yeah. The goddamn Bucks are gonna take him. Well, somebody will get hurt. Somebody have a pass rusher get hurt. Or Frank fucking... Clark gets a fucking felony. <laughs> yeah, but he's going to cost a lot more money now if you wait till you need him. I saw that he's just going to get a slap on the wrist, serve no time, be, be fine. Probably. He'll be suspended for at least the first three games and they'll move on. Probably. Now, I think that's that's motive there to get Melvin Ingram. I don't. Apparently, he's not all that he used to be, but he's better than what the fuck my other option is. Right. When James Harrison went to the Patriots, he wasn't all he used to be, and it still pissed me off. Yes, because if you needed him, like he wasn't, he wasn't gonna get. Let the Browns get Melvin Ingram, and I'll freak out. Oh no, I'll freak out. No, absolutely not. They drafted somebody defensive lineman. They always do. I couldn't tell you. That's probably gonna be defensive rookie of the year. Don't know. I can't remember his name. I feel like they did it. What if Cam Newton's comeback player of the year? Get the fuck out of here. Cam Newton stinks. Yeah, but what if he is though? God, please, no, no. That's what I think about that. Absolutely fucking not. (laughs) Well, we did not watch the home run derby whilst we recorded. Whilst. Because last time the match distracted us a lot. But it was funny because a lot of shit was going on. It would have been good. The problem is, is there is not a whole lot of shit going on in sports right now. So we need a full recap to take up some time on an episode. Okay. Yes. Because it's fucking getting tough. So we'll go ahead and smash that on the next episode. Correct. And we'll get to... Now you're vibing with us. Defensive. No, defensive rookie of the year defensive rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year for you. Offensive rookie of the year for me. And uh, it's going to be... Oh. What? I'm sticking with my pick of Najee Harris, but if Trey Lance starts the season... No, it's not Trey Lance. If he gets a lot of rushing no, yards not and happen. looks... Here's the thing. We know he can run. If he can throw it all. Comeback player, you know who we didn't think about? What? George Kittle. I mean, there's a lot. Like, George Kittle, Devin Bush went down. Joe Burrow went down. Nick Bosa went down. There's a lot of big players that you that are just, you know we're going to have a good season. They're going to be up for that. Um, yeah, that was a fucking toss-up. It'll become very obvious very early who it's going to be. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll also pick our... Uh, Pick our uh, division winners. Yeah. Here in this next one, we'll pick who we think is going to win each division. But if if Trey Lance starts, we know he can run. If he looks pretty good throwing the ball, I can't wait. If people don't start talking about it, I'm going to start throwing it out there that he's better than Lamar Jackson. I would be ready to walk on into that. <laughs> yeah. I would. I mean, because like that's. That's all. Yeah, because Lamar stinks. I say that's all he's got going. Like running the ball, he is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from him there. But <laughs> gotta get that beat drop in there. If Trey Lance looks good both directions, I'll say it. I'll say it straight well, to his face. I guess you'll have to wait till next time. Next time. Until then, we'll see you. Goodbye. <laughs>